Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind. Joyce is the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, a program that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. As a certified coach, she studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, author of the Chicken Soup book series, where she served as an assistant to his training program. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted hundreds of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guest will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. You are listening to Second Wind with Joyce Buford. And as usual, this is a very exciting time. You know, Christmas was just just last week, and I'm so hoping that you you had a blessed Christmas. Uh, you know, it the best part for me of Christmas as I um, mature uh, is, of course, knowing that Christmas is not about the gifts. It's about the love that we share with our families and our friends and just the world around us. So I hope that your Christmas was full of love and um, full of blessings in that way. You know, I am sometimes reminded in this time also how important it is to have our second wind. Life changes. And sometimes we're not ready for those changes because they're not what we thought they would be. We thought we'd live life a certain way. And then all of a sudden we're on a different path. And we're sometimes confused as to maybe what that path is going to look like or what it offers for us. Well, I can tell you this because of the paths that I have been on. Life just keeps getting better. You may go through a dark spot. You may go through a quiet spot, but if you keep moving forward, it will be rich and full of life and treasures again. So as we transition into this holiday season, I have brought to you this morning a wonderful guest because of her excitement about life, her knowledge about uh, changing your lives as she is, she will share with us her transitions that she has been through. But you know, I am a coach and I love bringing coaches onto the show because there is a coach that is perfect for you and one that you should always consider and be open to, of course, is Chris Markle. Now, Chris has this quote at the beginning of her website, be a voice and not an echo. And that is exactly what Chris is. The neat thing about her is how genuine she is and what a tremendous personality and kindness that she alludes in her leadership as a coach. She is a business coach, and she has many people that she has guided into entrepreneur success 
as we might call it. So I am so excited that I can bring this coach to you today because of her magnetic personality. We shared in our past lives working for the same large corporation. And, you know, when you, it's sort of like when you travel and you go to a foreign land and you go and you say, oh, I'm an American. Oh, yes, and I'm an American too. It's like all of a sudden you're bonded because you share the same history. Well, that's kind of how it was with Chris and I when we met in a program that we were were learning in. And she said where she had been, and I said where I had been, and we were immediately bonded because we had been in the same family at one time, same corporation at one time, without knowing each other because it's a pretty big corporation. So anyway, Chris, I welcome you this morning. <laughs> what what an intro. I I I am so excited to be here and I can tell you when you said um what has become my mantra for 2014 be a voice not an echo that I you that. truly personify that and that's why I so love you and love what you're doing. Oh, thank you. But wasn't it fun? What was your first feeling when we met? We now we've known each other maybe for two years, and then we reunited at E Women's this year. Yeah. But isn't it crazy how you, if you shared, we didn't even share the same. We didn't know each other in the corporation. We were very far. We were different divisions. We never knew each other. But isn't it strange how the human just kind of gravitates toward something that you share in common? Oh, absolutely. And and when you consider that it was a corporation of over 300,000 people, how uh -huh. in the world do we connect when we had never been in the same cities or, in the same, like you said, the same organization? And yet, immediately when we say that, there's this instant bond because uh -huh. we, we traveled the same road in this corporation, even though we were in different departments or different career right. paths. But we right. have the same history. Uh huh. Well, tell me how you changed or made that decision that you wanted to move from corporate, or was just how did you get into your present coaching with entrepreneurs? Yeah, that that's a an interesting story, and I would I would expect that since your um, show is about second wind, and you know we get that second wind because we're a little bit burned out, and we're looking for something bigger and better, and that has been my experience. Uh -huh. so somewhere around eighteen years into my corporate. Um, um, career that I mm -hmm. woke up one morning and I remember looking at the ceiling. I'll never forget this. I was laying mm -hmm. there saying, is this all there is? Is this all there right. is to my life? Is, is, is this how I'm going to live the mm -hmm. next 30 years, 40 years of my life? I, I can't do this. There's got to be something better. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you kind of speak that to the universe, the universe says, okay, you're ready to learn about something <laughs> new and different. So uh -huh. let, let's give you an opportunity. And that's when I learned about coaching. 
Mm. And I decided, because I was the type who loves to be in a classroom, that I would find a coaching program that required me to be in a classroom and learn with other people, to be around other people who were on that path, on that journey. And right. after completing my coaching certification, I started using it while I was still working in corporate. But once yeah. again, I got to that point where I said, there's got to be something more, because it's almost as if I'm doing what I've already done, because mm-hmm. you'll find at everyone who's listening, and I, I know, Joyce, you'll, you'll agree with this, you'll find that in your life, you have been a coach at some point. Yes. You have coached others to their success. You have been a cheerleader for them. You mm-hmm. have just illuminated something for them that they didn't see, and that's the power of coaching, because we get in our own little world, and we don't see what's possible for us, but people outside of us do, and that's the joy that I have in doing what I do. So I wanted to take that to a bigger audience, an audience who would, not that the corporate environment didn't appreciate coaching, but to people who didn't have access to it like they can in in a corporate environment. Mm -hmm. And that's what led me to leave in 2010 to to run my own business. Right. I find many times, and this this is not only in the coaching world, but it's also in any... any other facet of a woman that likes to lead or a man that likes to lead is that what comes easy to us, we sometimes think, oh, everybody can do this. And what comes easy to us is the coaching part, the leading part, the the what, why doesn't this work, the questioning, the, the searching for the right uh question and it's something that we do have done most of our lives you re- you alluded to this when you said you were doing it in your work but you didn't have a name for it or if you did you didn't sell it as the career of coaching yes right yes, yes. yeah and and i think that's why people don't recognize that they are naturally inclined to do this and just think, mm-hmm. well, that's just a part of who I am. Well, mm-hmm. quite frankly, not everybody is willing to allow that to be part of their lives, and they almost resist giving advice or mentoring people or coaching people or guiding or leading people. And yet, Mm -hmm. if that's natural to you, that's just who you are. And that's who you need to be in order to feel more complete and whole in your life. Because Mm -hmm. when you block that, you block who you truly are in the world. And you don't get to experience more of the world that's available to you. Right, right. Well, one thing that I noticed when I met you, And I will say yes, coming from the same family. But there is such a warm, authentic personality. You are warm and authentic. I found that, I mean, you just are so genuine when you visit with people. I don't have to go through the screens. I don't have to dig under to get to the real Chris because you're so open and allow that to be part of who you are when you walk up to somebody, which I think is a wonderful, wonderful part of any personality. But I can, I know it's also very valuable in coaching. Yeah. How, how, 
However, I have to say, and with both of us coming from the same corporate family, um, this, this was a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> you don't do this in the company we came from. That's true. Corporate world, corporate world does not uh, uh, applaud that sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. In fact, um, you know, I, I know that our listeners are 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 hearing us kind of dance around the name of the company and and who mm-hmm. we work for. But but suffice it to say that. The company we worked for, we were seen as um, almost mirror Im- images of one another. When we walked in, you knew we came from that company. So right. you, you came, or I came, and you came from this environment that required us to be like everyone else. And right. so this was a struggle and a challenge and such a blessed opportunity for me when I left that I said, oh, my gosh, I get to truly be who I am and not have to be this hard-charging, hard-driving corporate person who had to look like my manager so that people would say, okay, she's representing her or representing him, and it's okay to connect with and work with her. No, no, I could truly be me. And it's, it's sometimes difficult for me to step out fully because I go back to that that corporate career where you couldn't step out fully. So, yeah, I I appreciate you recognizing that because it was a journey for me. Right. We are going to break here, and we will be back with Chris Markle as she tells us more about her leading styles and leading the entrepreneur into their success. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Get ready to live la bella vita with Dawn Catherine on Toginet.com. Live la bella vita. If you're wanting to know all the beauty tricks of the trade and the latest fashion trends before everyone else, this is your show. If you admire celebrities' beauty and their fashion sense, this is your show. Do you love wine and want to know more about the process it takes to make wine from the vine to the bottle? This is your show. Live la bella vita. For more on the show and your host, check out her website, labellavitacosmetico.com. This is the kind of show you can sink your teeth into. If you enjoy traveling and food and family, all with an Italian flair, then you can live La Bella Vita with your host, Dawn Catherine. Wednesday nights at midnight, 11 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wave. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Okay, Chris Markle is my guest today, and we're having a great conversation about coaching and how one makes a transition from corporate life, where she spent many of her earlier years, and and realizing that her heart's desire to was to coach other people. And how do you make that transition? Now, Chris, 
I know that that transition just didn't, I mean, yes, you woke up one morning and you realized it wasn't happening for you, but it actually took some time to become, to become a fruition in your life, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And in fact, I, um, certified as a life coach. And Mm -hmm. when I started using my coaching in corporate, I said, okay, I'll do career coaching because I was in a corporate environment. And then when I left, I had gone through some marketing coach training and I became a marketing coach. Mm -hmm. And then it evolved into a business coach because then it leveraged my corporate experience. It leveraged my life coaching. It leveraged everything that I had done in my life. So, you know, I, I always believe that we're on this journey and we continue to evolve. So it wasn't unnatural for me um, to, to move into this place of getting more into business coaching for entrepreneurs. Right. Um, and, and I think it also um, shares that, that, Coaching, just like life, is transitioning. We find we think we're going in one direction, and there's maybe an an adjustment where we find we're a little easier, a little more, uh, a little more adept in other areas. So, yes, you had the the background of those many years of working in corporate life, but then you also had the marketing, the coaching that you built on. It's a progression of skills as you grow yourself as a coach. So right now you consider, you tout yourself as an entrepreneur coach. Is that correct? That's correct. However, I have worked with small business owners who have brick and mortar businesses but yeah. primarily it's entrepreneurs. And when you say an entrepreneur, is this somebody that is just now starting their business or is it somebody that's been in an entrepreneur for a while, been on their own journey, and they're finding they need more support, more um, a development for yeah. their business to be a success? How would they know they need a coach? They would know because things are not moving forward the way they um, had planned or the way they expected because they're um, spending a lot of hours working. They're they're investing, hopefully investing in themselves and learning more um, tools, resources, and getting the support that they need to grow their business. But yet something feels just a bit off. Mm-hmm. And that's probably the best time to say, I need someone outside of myself to give me a different perspective or help me see what I'm missing or help me close the gaps that I'm creating by just doing, doing, doing. And that's when I love to come in and help entrepreneurs see how to close the gap and they get to soar from that, that point on. Right. Usually the big indicator is when the money's not coming in the front door. Correct? Yes. Well, uh-huh. it, yes. Or they're, the money's coming in and they're not happy. Something's off. Okay. And, and yeah. in that case, it can, it can be that you're doing something that you're not enjoying, even though you're making right. the money. Because money doesn't always make you happy. Right. Yeah. So tell me some of the... what. Tell me a story or about one of your clients that you might have helped in the past. Oh yeah. Can you I, do that? I have 
Yeah, I have one story that I love to share because I think this is so indicative of where we all can get to in whether we're in it working day to day or we're working in our business or we're building a business. And uh-huh. this particular client, um, and she knows I share her story, so I joyfully can <laughs> share her name. Her name mm-hmm. is Teresa. And when <laughs> Teresa came to me, she was a, is still a web designer, and she would mm-hmm. do graphic designs. And mm-hmm. when she came to work with me, she said, Chris, I want to make more money. And I said, okay, but you're a website designer, a graphic designer, and with all due respect, there's a ton of you. So mm-hmm. we got to figure mm-hmm. out what makes you different. Right. And I went to look at her website. Her website had a horse's head, a picture of a horse's head on it. And I said to her, what's the deal with the horse? What's up with that? Why is that, why is that on your website? <laughs> and she said, I'm a horsewoman. I love to ride horses. I have horses. Mm-hmm. I do shows. And I said, okay, do horsey people have websites? And she said, I think they do. We went to look, and they do. And they weren't good websites. They weren't uh-huh. effective websites. And I said right. to her, you should be designing ho- websites for horsey people. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. She, she was working at the time, part-time, and she wanted mm-hmm. to stop working. When she shifted her business to go work with people who were like her, who she could relate to, who she could help from a perspective of being in their world, she was out of that job in three months, and she mm-hmm. has taken off her, her bit. She has way too much business because <laughs> now she's known in that arena for helping right. or see people with websites. Right. So it, it was... By the way, she was making money, but she uh, wasn't happy. And now she's so happy, she can take time off, she enjoys what she does. And that's what I mean about it, going to do what you're really meant to be doing and working with the people you're meant to be working with, because that is what's more fulfilling and more satisfying. Yeah. Now, I know at that time you were, at one time in your life, you were in the East. So uh, is that where the horsey person was? <laughs> Because <laughs> I know now you're in Austin, Texas, where there are lots yes. of horsey people. Yes, I love Austin. Um, <laughs> at, actually, she was in Cal. She was and still is in California. So my clients okay. are all over the country and around the world. But yeah, that was a major transition as well for me last year, moving from Danbury, Connecticut, to Austin, Texas, which I absolutely love. Texas. Let's see. Now, do you, have you been there in the summer? Yes. <laughs> Well, how was that? <laughs> Listen, I came from two blizzards and Hurricane Sandy, and my first summer in Austin, when it hit 104, I was texting everyone saying, I love it here. It's nice and warm. It's nice and hot. I love it. <laughs> well, that it is. It is nice and warm and hot. <laughs> but you are living in an exciting city. Austin is very exciting. He has so much going on. It's it's not like any other part of Texas, I always say. It's very unique to itself. So you're living in a great place. But one of the things that you're also uh, examples shows that there are horsey people in California. So for your client, they're all over the place. And my daughter is a horsey person. So... They do. They have their own language, and they love to talk. That's a was a wonderful um, insight for her. Yeah, and no and, wonder and that it changed her business. Mm. Yes, 
It's yeah, the so, simple so things that we that we overlook many times, and it takes that person outside to look at us and go, "Oh, but why? What about this?" So I love that. That was great, Chris. Thanks. Yeah, that that's really the power of being um, a really good coach, and not one. You know, it goes back to being a voice and not an echo. You don't want to coach people to be the same as everyone else, or even right. like yourself, because that that's not who you are, and that's not how you create success. And when I figured that out. It, it changed my entire approach to coaching. I do not coach two people the same way, and I know you don't as well. But right. there are times when some coaches forget that we're all so different and so unique that the same approach won't work for everyone. So you've got to allow yourself permission to do it your way. Right. Absolutely. So has coaching fulfilled your, your expectations? There is, there is no longer that, uh, is there all there is question mm-hmm. brewing inside mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. And there's never the same person that you're coaching. There's no program manual for coaching. <laughs> it's sort of like you've, you're digging and you're working for in unique, you may use... You may use similar techniques, but they'll be used differently with the person you're working with. Exactly. Because it's more effective if you consider the person in front of you, but use that as a framework for guiding them to the results they want. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, now you haven't, you've been a very busy girl because you've also (laughs) written two books. So tell us about that. <laughs> Busy girl. I, I chuckled because the first book, um, I when I completed it, it was a challenge by a colleague of mine who said, "Have you told your story?" And I said, "No." And she said, "You, you should tell your story because it's a it's a pretty interesting one, um, mm-hmm. making that transition and starting my own business." And so I I wrote the book. I, I actually spoke the book and then had it transcribed and did all the the, the editing and publishing of it. Mm-hmm. And when I got to the end, I had to figure out a really punchy title. And <laughs> my father would always say something like when I'm, I'm trying to learn something as a child, you know, do, I ha- do you need a thump upside the head? And I go, no, I don't need it knocked into my head. And I mentioned that to someone and they said, oh, the book should be called A Smack Upside the Head because that's how my, <laughs> my experience has been since I left corporate. Because when you yeah. come out of a, a successful career, you expect everything to be successful. And it's not always. That, that's yeah. just how things are. And yeah. so my business became A Smack Upside the Head for me, and that was the name of the first book. I love that, really. <laughs> it's been great. Now, do people, where do people get copies of this book? It's available on Amazon.com. Okay. And then tell us about your second book. The second book. So the second book, I I believe I was given um, after complaining a bit to God, because I I sometimes do that. Oh, (laughs) Thankfully, God listens and laughs. You know, I heard I heard this quote, and I just loved it. And and it's so true. Um, The quote is: "Man plans, and God laughs." 
Mm, yes, <laughs> right. We're great you organizers, do- planners. Yeah. Yes. So I'm standing in my kitchen complaining to God about how, why aren't things working the way they should be? And why are people more courageous about uh, marketing their business and telling the world how brilliant they are and how good they are and what they're here to do and how they can help other people. And, and I could just feel this energy going out saying, you know, help me help others. And as a result, I heard Chris write this book, but I don't want a book. I want a journal. I want people to have the opportunity to talk about what's getting in their way instead of reading about it. And call the book Courage is the New Green meaning that it is the way to have a more vibrant, fresh experience in life and a a vibrant, fresh approach to your business. And so that's the name of the book. It's part book, part journal, because it gives you the opportunity through really thought-provoking quotes to go deep into what's got you stuck. What what do you need in terms of some... um, a kick in the butt to get moving or that smack upside the head to get moving so that you bring your gifts to the world. Oh, I like that. And and that is newest. It's just been out or it is coming out. It will be out in January. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. it sounds like it. You know, journaling is really very, very important in helping people move through transition. Somehow putting it down on paper is so healing, and it's a way of digging it out. Is that the reason you kind of thought of it, or was that God's idea? (laughs) Absolutely. Because earlier this year, I had read about people like Richard Branson and Bill Gates and Oprah Winfrey and all of these folks who journal because they know that you have to get it out of you so that you can see it on paper. And like you said, it's healing and transformative. And oh, by the way, it opens you up to new, fresh, creative ideas and and fresh energy to continue on. Because listen, this is life. And and Mm -hmm. life gets in the way sometimes. And you need a way to to open yourself to more opportunities and more more experiences. And journaling helps you do that. So that's why when when I heard book and journal, you know, there's so many books. I just wanted right. people to have an opportunity to, to work through stuff at the same time. Right. Now, the, I mean, this would be, is this a sort of a gift type of thing you could give? Or is this more of a, a book that somebody would find and go, oh, I need to do this? How do you see it being implemented or used? Uh, yeah. Well, certainly I, I'll selling the book and marketing the book, but it's a, it's a great gift for other entrepreneurs. It's a great gift mm-hmm. for coaches to give to their clients because you do this on your own. In fact, it, you know, when I was thinking about the book and visualizing the book as I was writing it and preparing it, I mm-hmm. saw it in people's briefcases, on bookshelves, on the bedside, <laughs> on your desk when you're working, <clears throat> to just yeah. stop and say, I need some motivation. And that's what this book would do for you. Wonderful. Oh, so it, January 1, in January it'll be coming out. Not January 1, but in the, do you have a date? I by January 15th, it will be out. Quite frankly, the book 15. is done. It's just my getting all of the pieces in place to get it out there to the world. Right. Now, did you self-publish this or did uh, you go through a published house? 
I self-published this book as well as the first book. Okay. Yeah. So that would be a great resource if anybody's wanting to write their... I always think people should write their own stories. Everybody has a story. They may not think they do, but they need to put it down on paper. Whether it's just for your coffee table and your family members, it doesn't matter. It's such a feeling of accomplishment. And I'm going to do that one of these days. Yay. So I applaud you I'll that you have done it. <laughs> and a great yeah. tool. Yeah. I'm going to be getting that book for sure. So uh, because we're always learning and growing. So... Um, so, so let okay. me say something about um, publishing. I, I yeah. don't want people to think that the process is so difficult or that you have to go get a publisher or, or send out manuscripts. Listen, if your story is inspirational and could help someone, don't hold it back. The process is not that difficult, particularly if you use Amazon. So, yeah, certainly I can help people get their book published. In fact, this next book is being published through two different independent publishing companies and not through Amazon. So now I have an even broader depth or broader reach in terms mm-hmm. of experience with mm-hmm. publishing. So don't don't let that stop you. Just get your message out there in the world. And by the way, the one of the fastest ways to get picked up by a traditional publisher is to get your book out there, build a platform of people who know it, love it, um, and, and want it, and then the publishers then want to get in on it. They want you to do the marketing so that they can come behind and really push you forward. So just get it out there. Well, now you said something very interesting, Chris, that you have a story that needs to be out there. How did you word it? It was something like, um, you have an interesting story. How many people think they have an interesting story? (laughs) Yeah, we don't think our story is interesting, but other people would. Yes. (laughs) I know your story is really cool and really interesting because you've had a lot of different experiences. And, And even if you only had one experience, it would be unique to me hearing it for the first time. So don't think just because it's just your story, no one else would want to hear it. By the way, it's kind of going back to that journaling thing. You, you want to release this to the world because you don't know who you're helping as a result of just getting it out. Yeah, so true. Yeah, we um, the uniqueness of each one of us can be a helping light for somebody else can give them ideas of how they could overcome their their blocks or their needs for growth or whatever it could be that they're facing. So I believe that every woman, every person is unique, but we all do suffer the same uh, blocks. We have mm. very similar problems, and um, because we're unique, we'll face them differently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And people need to know they're not alone. Transformational coach, motivational speaker, and author, Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Girlfriended is on Tugging 
Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central, with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The girlfriend at principal was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to this segment of Second Wind. Joyce Buford, the creator of Uncover Your Hidden Genius, continues in this segment to share insight that will help you live a life of greater purpose, fulfillment, and ease. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Chris, I love that you've created these two very special books. And when yours comes with the new book, Courage is the New Green guide and journal that come out in January, mid-January. Where will they go to find these, buy these books? Uh, Yes. So they'll certainly be available on Amazon because the two publishers that I use are connected to Amazon. Um, Mm -hmm. They'll be available on lulu.com and on blurb.com. I know, blurb. (laughs) Oh, gosh, I've never heard of those before. Which yeah. doesn't mean anything since I've not published my book. But can they do these? Can they buy these books also on your website? Yes, there, there will be links on my website directly to being able to purchase the book. Okay, Absolutely. now tell my listeners how they can find you if they'd like more information. Because you also have a, a really special uh, thing they can do on your website. Ah, uh, yes. So, thank you, Joyce. One of the things that has become abundantly clear to me, and it happens um, with most, if not all, coaches, that you recognize that your clients just need to be clear. And it actually happens for us individually as coaches, that once you're clear, things just lay themselves out so beautifully for you to move forward faster. And so clarity is is a gift, but we tend to encourage people to take action and get moving and get going that they forget if you aren't clear about what the action is or you're not clear about why you want to do it, you, you just mess it up. That's yeah. the best way to put it. And, yeah. and we do again, we do it ourselves as coaches. So I created a tool that will help you get very clear about where you are in your business, and it's free. Oh, great. It's a free assessment that you can go take that covers five different categories or areas in your business that deal with mindset, marketing, your money, um, what, what you really want to do in your business, and it gives you a sliding scale for you to measure yourself against where you are and where you want to be. And then mm-hmm. you get this nice, neat report sent back to you that says, if you're in this category, here's a tool that might help, another free tool, or here's oh, a right. way that you might get support, which would be an 
opportunity for you and I to have a conversation, or here's uh-huh. a free product for you to take advantage of. And right. so in order to take this free assessment, if you go to mega, M-E-G-A, clarity, C-L-A-R-I-T-Y dot com, megaclarity.com, you can take this free business assessment, which sends you directly the results, and you can take it from there. You don't even have to talk to me if you don't want to, but my my hope is that you use this level of clarity to give yourself more of what you want in your life and in your business. Oh, that's a great tool, Chris. That's wonderful. So they definitely, I want to go there, you know, The thing about coaches is everybody should realize we're on a journey. And every step, every opportunity that we have to know ourselves better, get clear about who we are, is a gift. So your gift is a great tool for people to make that step. Uh, I love that. I think it's great that you did that. Yeah, and I love the fact that you can do it on your own, at your own pace, in your own time. So mm-hmm. you, you, you're not being hurried to fill something out and send it in. And you get the mm-hmm. results immediately sent back to you. So it's really helpful. Right. Yeah, that's great. Now, if somebody wanted to go to your website just to see more about you, how they might uh, work with you or just get to know a little bit more about Chris, how would they do that? Oh, I love that. Um, the website is www.chrischrismakell.com. Chrismakell.com. How have I been doing on that name? Did I, <laughs> have I been changing it up a little bit? You know, Joyce, I, I, I think I'm so immune to how my name is pronounced <laughs> that I don't even notice. <laughs> well, actually, it's very straightforward. Make L. Make L. <laughs> but, you know, it's one of them. I'm, I'm very famous for how many ways can you change a name? And I, <laughs> I'm doing it really well these days. So, anyway. Well, thank you. I, I love the honor. <laughs> You're part of the family. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, turning a little bit, I mean, now it's all about looking forward. We're so close to saying goodbye to 2014 and so close to 2015. And I feel really, really positive about 2015. I th- I love the, the news, starting with the news, starting to move forward into how we can create a year that's memorable for ourselves. So how have you decided to approach this year? Yeah, I, you know, I uh, tend to, at the end of the year, look back and start a list of things that I I want to eliminate. And Mm -hmm. it's typically um, programs that haven't worked or tools that, haven't returned on their investment or ways of being um, Mm -hmm. that I want to change or stop. And Mm so as I look at 2015 and even talking with my clients about a a new approach to getting more out of life and more out of business, I've come up with a a couple of things, three things that I, I would want myself to focus on and would love to share 
with your audience and hopefully inspire others to have oh, an awesome great. 2015. So yeah. the first thing is for us to stop distracting ourselves. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> to do, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, we get to the end of the month or the end of a, a, a six-month period or end of the year, we go, how come I didn't get to ever? It's because we're distracting ourselves. Right. We're finding other things to do instead of doing doing what we really want to do or what we know would help us achieve the goals that we have set for mm-hmm. ourselves. And I, I was at a... a presentation by some high-level entrepreneurs talking about how they built their business, and this woman said something that has fully stuck with me, and if you're a business owner who networks, you'll get this immediately, and what she said was she was at a, uh, she heard another speaker say, say this, and when you hear it, you'll get it. She said, a lot of entrepreneurs say, or a lot of entrepreneurs spend more time I'm not, uh, okay, this is like telling a bad joke or telling a bad joke badly. <laughs> Go forward. Doing, so Go forward, get, Chris. It's going to get better. Um, <laughs> there, there is one vowel difference between networking and not working. Mm, yeah. And so a lot of us will distract ourselves by saying, oh, I got to get out networking. I got to go meet lots of people. And we're not working. We're not doing what really helps us either in our lives or in our businesses or with our children or with our families. We're finding other things to distract ourselves. Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I, I want you to think about what's distracting you that you can eliminate next year so that you can have more of the life and the business that you really want to have. Right. The other thing is rationalizing why you do things or don't do things. I hear many entrepreneurs talk about, I don't like marketing. And then when I say to them, well, what are you doing? Well, you know, I love to go out and, and I speak about my business to um, small groups. Or, and I go, that's marketing. Do you like doing that? Well, yeah, I love doing that. But it's all the other stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Once mm-hmm. again, distracting ourselves. I, I have watched people become extraordinarily successful by learning something really well and doing really well at it without mm-hmm. trying to do everything. Right. And so if you find yourself not getting the traction you want, look at all of the other things you're doing and, and focus in on the one thing you so enjoy doing and go do that and do it well and be known for that. And that right. will get you more of what you want. Right. Focus on your strengths, definitely. Absolutely. The second thing I, I want people to do is identify what's meaningful for them. We, we, we take on other people's um, successes. We take on other people's stories. We take on other people's expectations. And it, it's not meaningful for you to... <laughs> to do what they've done. So mm-hmm. oftentimes, and I don't know if you've seen this, Joyce, we will look at successful people and think, oh, my gosh, they, they just got it rocking. They got it going on. And mm-hmm. they're more like ducks on a pond. And underneath the water, if you ever saw a duck floating on, on top of the water, their little legs are just paddling like crazy <laughs> to keep them still and moving forward. Yeah. So you don't know what's going on underneath all this quote unquote success and therefore you think I should just do what they're doing and I'll have the same results but Mm -hmm. you don't know what's going Mm -hmm. on underneath 
So you have to identify what's really meaningful for you and do that and allow them to do what's meaningful for them. That will get you far more success. That will make you far more happier, and you'll be so much more fulfilled build, which I think is a lot of what we're missing. That's what happens when you see people who have a lot of money and they're not happy. They're not fulfilled. They're doing something that is counter to who they truly are. Right. Yes. I find that sometimes people will get, particularly in retirement, we are sold this this, uh, bill of goods, I'm going to call it, that at a certain age you should retire. And when you retire, it's bliss. When you retire, it is bliss. And so I find people will, okay, and I I could quote a doctor friend of mine. He got to a point where he was a little tired of the system, and his wife was really wanting him to travel. She is from another country, and, and she wanted to go there more. So he retired, and he said, Joyce, I was playing golf. But when you play golf every day, it's not the same. And so he was doing what everybody had said. Oh, the good life is to retire and play golf every day. Yeah. (laughs) Not. So when you lose your value for life and when you stop doing what feeds your soul, then you are lost and life becomes uh, difficult. It's hard. It's like, okay, what am I going to do to make myself happy today? It's not golf. And they promised me golf would make me happy, <laughs> you know? And, and it's like, you have, you have in you the gift that will always make you happy and productive and satisfied. And it's knowing that and Pulling those resources, just if you said in your, it's focusing on your strengths to giving you a meaningful life. Absolutely. Well, Chris, I love that. this has been such a wonderful hour to end 2014 on, to start 2015 on, and just to know we have so many gifts. You have done a beautiful job in sharing that with us this morning. Oh, thank you so much, Joyce. It's absolutely been my pleasure. Yeah. So I thank you for being with with us this morning, with my listeners this morning. And listeners, if you want more exposure to Chris, go to chrismarkle.com. Is that Chris? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Chrismarkle.com. And be sure to do the... the, uh, wonderful offer that she has there for you at megaclarity.com. So for Second Wind and Joyce Buford, I'm sending you lots of love and an excitement for 2015 that offers great rewards. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everyone. Joyce Buford returns next week at this same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving support during their transition and are able to reclaim their true purpose and strength. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at www.joycebufordempowers.com forward slash services. 
Join us again in one short week for another edition of Second Wind with author and coach Joyce Buford.